0: welcome everybody to the first episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. This is a podcast that's going to deal with everything surrounding the cuckold and hot wife lifestyle. There are a lot of misconceptions out there about this lifestyle, so hopefully we can separate fact from fiction, enlighten people, educate people. It'll be a fun podcast. It'll be an informative podcast. We'll laugh, we'll get serious, and we'll talk about anything that comes to mind involving this, this fascinating lifestyle. First, I want to say I do have a co-host for this show, but unfortunately she is currently dealing with some family issues that make it difficult for us to plan times to record. So it's pretty much just going to be me for the first few episodes. Eventually she will be back and I'm looking forward to her coming back. I just have to give her time to, to get her house in order. So we'll have fun in the meantime. Some people were wondering why I wanted to do this podcast. Before I go into that, let me just say a few things about myself just to kind of give you an idea of who your host is and who you're gonna be listening to for the foreseeable future. First of all, my name is Mike, so that's how you can know me. I've been involved with this lifestyle for the past 15 plus years. Done everything involving this lifestyle, swinging, cuckolding, you name it, I've been involved with it. I actually got started in this lifestyle by dealing with a cuckold couple. So you can kind of say that they were my first. The story for how it happened, I was playing with a couple, and as I'm playing with the couple, I noticed that they were both calling me sir. Now, mind you, prior to this, I knew nothing about dominance and submission or anything like that. Like This was all new to me. And in my mind, I'm saying to myself, okay, why are they calling me sir? They're older than me. I tell him I was in the military or something like it. It it was really, it was. I was perplexed by it, and then I was thinking, okay, well, maybe I'm just hearing things. The plane continued, and they said it again, and I said to myself, okay, I know I heard it that time. It's not just me hearing things, but I didn't say anything about it. But it, it definitely registered with me. And the thing about it is, it didn't bother me. Like it did, it didn't make me uncomfortable. You know, I started to get into it, but more than anything else, it lit this fuse of of curiosity, and it made me want to explore it more. And that's kind of what opened the door to everything that I'm experiencing now was through that initial through that initial experience in the years that's followed, I've gone deeper and deeper into it, to the point where I'm at now, where, you know, like I said, I've been in a lifestyle for more than fifteen years. um I've been hosting. You know, let me pause right there just to kind of let some you know, let some of the listeners know something that don't already know. I am a black man. I've been doing this long enough to know that cuckolding is not specifically an interracial dynamic. All bulls are not black. If you look at a lot of sites, a lot of forums, it's easy for one to get that impression, especially if you look at a lot of the porn online, which viewed as cuckold porn, it it's always seems like the the male is black. Is it a big part of this lifestyle? Absolutely. But is it, is it synonymous with it? No. I mean, I've dealt with plenty of non-Black Bulls, and I know couples who don't even play with Black Bulls. So that's one of the main things that I wanted to get across is that even though I am a Black man in this lifestyle, this is not going to be an interracially specific type of podcast. Will a lot of the shows deal with it? yes, because that's where I'm coming from. That's where my experience lies. But I've also gained a lot of experience in talking to people from various positions in this lifestyle. So I don't want anybody to get the impression that cuckolding equals interracial because it doesn't. So I just wanted to make sure that people you know, understood that initially. Now back to where I'm at now. Um, I live in the New York City metro area, Jersey to be specific. And I've been hosting interracially themed parties, as well as cuckold parties for the past five years. By doing these parties, it's given me tremendous access to all types of couples coming from a variety of different situations and backgrounds. Not saying that I've played with all of these couples, but I've been able to talk to them. I've been able to hear their stories. I've been able to learn about their situations. I've been able to gain insight. Over the years, I've encountered hundreds of couples you know and each couple has their own unique story that's one of the things that i enjoy about this lifestyle is i get to hear all of these different stories i get to learn about all of these couples i mean yeah the playing is fun but for me it's the mental aspect of everything that really keeps me coming back to the point where it's become a passion of mine that's why i'm doing this podcast because it's something that i truly do care about and I've got I've developed a lot of great friendships and relationships through this lifestyle. The two women that I have in my life who share my life with me every day, I met through this lifestyle. So this lifestyle has been very generous to me, very good to me, and this is my way of of trying to give back. You know, over the years I've I've talked to many people from couples to women to single men trying to become cucks or trying to find a hot wife to guys wanting to be bulls. I've helped a number of people. I feel like this podcast will give me a way to reach more people just because, you know, if you're interested in this lifestyle, especially the cuckolding aspect of it, it can be hard to kind of find your way, especially if your only source of information is is what you read on forums, because a lot of that is, you know, it's fantasy talk, you know, it, it, it's it's not the most realistic place to go to get information. For anybody who knows me, they would tell you that I'm all about being realistic. Uh, We all have our regular lives to deal with. We all deal with the day to day from family to careers, to work, to health. Real life always has to be dealt with. So I always try to find that balance and never lose sight of the fact that real life comes first. Hopefully through this podcast, we can create something for couples. They can sit down and listen to it together. You know they can learn from it they can laugh at it maybe when i'm discussing a topic it'll resonate with them because it'll maybe reflect some things that they deal with in their own uh, relationship hopefully it'll help some people i mean because that's the ultimate goal of this is to help people help people better understand it help people better understand themselves help people better understand their partners like i said i'm just starting out with this uh, so you're going to grow with me I'm going to make mistakes. Uh, hopefully the quality of the podcast will get better from a production standpoint, but I'm, I'm learning all this on the fly. So hopefully those of you listening won't be put off too much by all the the ums and maybe it's not the best sound quality. But like I said, it's a journey. You're, you're all taking it with me and we're all going to grow. We're all going to learn. We're all going to laugh, you know, and hopefully, you know, we'll all be better for it. As far as what the format of this podcast will be, there are a number of different sites that I belong to, a lot of couples that I talk to, so I'm I'm constantly getting information. I'm constantly talking to people. And sometimes I'm going to bring those topics to you as far as what she's thinking, what he's thinking, why people do what they do, you know, like I said, to help people better understand what this is all about. Now, one thing that I will say, I'm not a doctor, okay? I'm not a therapist. I didn't receive any kind of education on dealing with the human mind or anything like that. So I'm not here to speak on why we're getting into this from the standpoint of, oh, well this person dealt with this as a child, so maybe that's why they're getting into that or they're dealing with these issues or those issues. Like I said, I'm I'm not a therapist, so I'm not even gonna open that door. But what I can talk about is once that seed has been planted and once you've decided that you wanna go into this lifestyle, or once you're already in it, I can help you better navigate it. Like, that's what I can do. That's where my experience and expertise comes into play, is being able to help people navigate these waters once they're already in it. Like I said, I'm not I'm not trying to figure out what mommy or daddy issues you have and how that may play into this or how, why that may lead you to doing this. You know, I know that we all have Things that we deal with that influence us. But like I said, I'm not, I don't have the training to be able to dissect those things. Uh, one thing that I will say, and I've, you know, people who know me will tell you that I'm fine saying this. And this is, again, all this is just my opinion. I mean, I'm sure that there are those of you who may find fault with the things that I say. I'm sure that there are those of you who would disagree with the things that I say. I don't promote myself to be right on everything. I just know a lot because I've seen a lot. I've talked to a lot of people. If this lifestyle was a college course, I would have my master's and my PhD just because I've put that much time into it. It's not just like I've been out there playing for 15 years. For 15 years, I've been talking to people, hearing their stories, listening to them, trying to get better, trying to learn, making mistakes, learning from those mistakes. And one of the things that I've learned is I think it, it helps people sleep better at night to think that we control what turns us on, when the reality is we really don't. We hear something, we see something, it connects with something inside of us. Next thing you know, it's something that turns us on. For example, long before I even got into the lifestyle, before I even knew what the lifestyle was, I can remember the first thing that kind of told me that my thinking was a bit different was in my early 20s, you know, I had a girlfriend, She was in college. I had a lot of friends. We would go to clubs, you know, partying that kind of thing. She would go to the club with her girls. I would go to the club with my boys. So we would be in the same place, but we didn't go together, and so we weren't all up. We wouldn't be all up under each other the entire time. And I can remember there were times when she'd be on the dance floor dancing with somebody, and my friends would come up to me like, "Yo, Mike, your your girl is over there dancing with somebody." Almost like they were expecting me to go over there and and do something about it, you know, like break it up or 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 something like that. My response to them was always, "I'm not a jealous type of dude. It doesn't bother me. I know who she's going home with." You know, those 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 standard types of answers. But what was really going on in my head was I was turned on by it. I was turned on by seeing her dancing with other guys, seeing their hands all over her body, and them grinding on her. And, and I would tell her, you know, I would say, I don't mind you dancing with guys. Just if you see me in the club, just keep that eye contact with me, you know, look into my eyes, you know, like, I want you to know that, that I'm looking at you. And, you know, nothing ever came of it. It wasn't like she, you know, she had, you know, any experiences or anything like that. But that was the first seed that was planted. I never shared that part with my friends because they had a hard enough time wrapping their heads around the fact that I didn't get jealous. So I knew if I were to tell them this stuff actually turned me on, they'd have looked at me like I was crazy. So I always just kind of kept that part to myself. That was the first thing that happened that told me, okay, I think a little differently than my peers do, because I can't tell you how many times they would be in a similar situation in a club, girl they're talking to is at the club, dance with somebody and either arguments would ensue or they'd be pushing and shoving or even in rare instances, you know, a fight would break out. Usually the majority of times that a fight break out in the club, it's over a female. I I never found myself in that situation. That was the first thing that kind of clicked in my brain that, okay, there's something going on in there that is different from everybody else that I know that opened my mind up and that was like if that wouldn't have happened then i probably never would have discovered swinging you know so so all of those things play a part of it so i'm sure many of you listening if you go back in your history you'll find that there were things that were going on that you didn't even realize were going on as far as how your your thought process worked that now that you're in this or now that that seed has been planted you are able to connect those dots and kind of say to yourself like, oh, okay, that's what was going on. Because that's that's what happened with me. One of the things that I do want to address, being that this is a podcast that's going to deal with the cuckolding and hot wife's lifestyle specifically, I wanted to talk a little bit about those two things. If you ask 10 different people what those lifestyles are, you'll get 10 different answers. And I'm not saying that my answer is the best one, but my answer is based off of a tremendous amount of data. I've owned cuckold couples, I've trained cuckold couples. Like I say, I I throw parties. And when I say I throw parties, I don't mean like five or six people. I mean, I'll get, a, a party for me typically is somewhere between 10 and 15 women and couples, 20, 25 guys. So I'm around a lot of different people who enjoy this lifestyle on a lot of different levels. From what I've learned and what I've seen, the best way to explain the differences between what cuckolding is and what hotwifing is. It's really easy for people to get caught up on the labels. If you enjoy cream pies or if you enjoy humiliation or if you enjoy chastity, like they they look at those things as though they are cuckold specific activities. And I don't I don't really see it that way because I've known plenty of people who enjoy those things, but they're not involved in you know a cuckold dynamic. I mean, people were practicing chastity long before cuckolding came into play. I'm sure that their guys have been eating their wives' pussies after another guy came in them long before they knew what cuckolding was. So I don't get into classifying people based off of the acts that they enjoy. For me, it really comes down to power. And when I say power, I'm referring to the sexual power. From what I've observed and what I've experienced, that dynamic comes in primarily three different flavors. And when I say flavors, you obviously you have two people and it comes down to who's holding that sexual power. Take, for example, my dynamic. Like I said, I live with two women and one of those women uh, happens to be my slave because I'm also heavily involved in, in, you know, in the BDSM lifestyle. I enjoy sharing her. You know, I've shared her numerous times and the time that I've been with her. You know, I've owned her and she's been in my life since 2011. Here we are 2018 and she's owned and collared and she'll be with me forever. And that dynamic, being that I'm the dominant one, I hold all of the sexual power. So I dictate the who, the when, the where, the how. If she wants to play with somebody because of how our dynamic is structured, she knows that she needs my permission. She just can't go out and do what she wants to do because that's not what we're about. And she doesn't want it that way. Like we're in this dynamic because it, it works for us. In a hot wifing dynamic, it's more that power is more or less shared. I mean, of course, the wife always has veto power. Like this is not about the husband forcing her to do anything, but he has a great deal of input and say so in in her playing habits, you know, the who's, the when's, the where's. For example, he may see a guy that he might like her to play with and she might say, you know what? I'm not really feeling that guy. Or she may have a guy that she wants to play with, and he may say, you know what, I get a funny kind of vibe from that guy. Or he said something to me earlier, or whatever the case may be. And they come to the mutual decision for her to play. So that power is more or less shared. What I've noticed in the cuckold dynamic is that it's the wife or the girlfriend who holds the majority of that power. Maybe not 100% of it, but she holds definitely the majority of that power. By her holding that power, how she chooses to wield it is completely up to her. And that's where the acts may come into play. You know, how she wants to use him, whether she wants to put him in chastity or make him eat a cream pie or humiliate him. It's all about what she wants. And he acquiesces to her desires. Like, it's very common to see people online guy saying, with regards to cuckolding, oh, I wouldn't do that or I wouldn't do this. And the reality is, if your woman wanted to do those things, like if those things turned her on to see you do, chances are you would probably wind up doing them. And like I always say, if it turned her on to see you wearing a Bugs Bunny costume, guess what you would be wearing, right? You'd be wearing a Bugs Bunny costume. I look at it more from a power standpoint, because one of the things that I've noticed and dealing with men who are cuckolds is they put their woman on a pedestal. like it's it truly is all about her. For example, the cuckold parties that I host, they're called she comes first. and of course that's a play on words, but that but that's what it means. like her needs supersede the needs of everybody else in that dynamic. The husband caters to her, the bull is catering to her. It's all about what she wants. It's her world and we're just living in it. When people ask me, okay, well, what's the difference between a cuckold dynamic and a hot wife dynamic? That's how I explain it. For me, that just simplifies things. It takes away the distractions of trying to figure out, you know, well, if you do this, that, and that, you're a cuckold couple. Because it's it's more nuanced than that. Like to me the acts that they enjoy are secondary because each couple is different. And if you try to classify who's a cuckold couple versus who is not a cuckold couple, you'll have a thousand different groups just because everybody enjoys something different. Everybody enjoys doing something different. That can be confusing. And like I said, the whole point of this podcast is to clear things up, is to clear the air, to make this easier for people to understand, to put this in ways that People are better able to reconcile with it and understand it and talk about it openly and honestly. The common thread that I've seen going through cuckold couples is, I will do whatever it takes to make her happy. That's the one thing that they all share. It goes from there. Not saying that a husband and a hot wife couple doesn't want to make his wife happy. Of course he does. But it's not so focused on that. It's not so focused on I will do whatever it takes. You know, it's a different mentality. Just like with me and my dynamic. I want to make my slave happy, but I'm not going to do whatever it takes and put her needs above me. You know, I have certain expectations and, and I have certain conditions that that must be met and I want things done a certain way. You know, that is why our dynamic works the way that it does maybe you can you know examine your own dynamic and see if that applies to you are you a man who is either in a cuckold dynamic or you desire to be in one or maybe you know you're in a hot wife dynamic ask yourself that question how far would you go to make her happy one of the things that i like to say is a quick way to tell if you're in a cuckolding or hot wife dynamic is put yourself in this situation you know your wife you know or girlfriend is playing with a bull. In the middle of playing, she looks at you and she tells you to get out of the room and shut the door. Now mind you, she doesn't ask you to leave the room. She's telling you, leave the room. What do you do? How do you react to that? If you look at her, you know, like, are you crazy? I'm not going anywhere. Or if you question her, chances are you're not a cuck. However, if you find yourself just saying, okay, and you leave the room and you shut the door, that's the mentality of a cuck. If this is what she wants, I want her to be happy, so I will do it. Period. No questions asked. Yeah, it may frustrate you. Yeah, it may bother you, but you wind up doing it. You want to make her happy. I just want to establish the fact that that is my philosophy on this. I'm sure that there are people out there who would disagree on it. But like I said, this isn't something that I just woke up with. I mean, this is based on 15 plus years of talking to people, listening to people, asking a whole lot of questions and just discovering what that common thread seems to be. Like, wow, I noticed that this is the main thing that all of these people have in common, regardless of if there's feminizing or chastity or cream pies or humiliation or denial, whatever. Those things can fluctuate. But the one thing that has always remained consistent is the way that men who are cucks or men who have cut desires think. One of the other things that I wanted to talk about in this initial episode is we all arrive at this point in different ways. Now with the popularity of the internet and you know, especially being able to do things on our phones, there are a lot more people who are learning about it before a, before gaining any kind of real-time experience. Like They know just from reading about it, again, going back to what I said about this lifestyle, it talks to us. Says something to us that catches our attention, and we find that it starts to really excite us and turn us on. And we want to go deeper into it. Where there are some people who hear about it and they could never fathom being a part of it. But one of the ways that I've noticed that couples find themselves into this, especially couples who come into it through the swinging route, is like usually when a guy presents swinging to his girlfriend, his wife, what have you. In his mind, let's be real, he's thinking about the pussy that he can get. He's thinking about the fact that, okay, I can go out here and fuck other women and not get in trouble for it. That's, that's where he's coming from. Whether he is being honest about it or not, if you were to catch him being honest, that's where he's coming from. This is a way for me to get some extra pussy on the side and not get in trouble for it. He's thinking, okay, if I have to let my wife play with another guy in order for me to get it okay, I'm willing to make that exchange. What winds up happening, maybe it happens the first time, maybe it happens over time. But what happens sometimes is they meet a couple, they get together, there's chemistry, so they go back to their house or a hotel room or whatever. And while he's playing with this other woman, something unexpected happens. And that is, he looks over to the other side of the room or over onto the other bed, or maybe they're playing on the same bed. and. He's watching his wife playing with this guy. He can't take his eyes off of her. Like he's seeing her from a completely different perspective. He really likes it. And he finds that he's paying more attention to her playing than he is to the woman that he's playing with. And even afterwards, even though he's gotten to play with another woman and he's gotten that, you know, that pussy without getting in trouble that he was so focused on in the beginning, when it's all over, He's not thinking about the woman that he's playing with. He's thinking about his wife with that other guy. And that's what's going through his mind. And he he can't get that out of his mind. And it starts to to really permeate his thinking. And that's what he wants more of. So they might have a few more dates with a few other couples. And he'll start to back off on what he's looking for from the female part of the couple. It won't matter as much because in his mind, the end result is to get his wife to play with another guy then it takes another shift. Like he may get to the point where he may say, hey, you know what? I I don't feel like I can perform tonight. Whatever excuse he has to make up. Basically what he's trying to do is say, hey, let's just find a guy for you tonight. Now he wants to experience not having to deal with the other woman. Because if you're playing with a couple, you can't just ignore the other woman and watch your wife play. If they go out and they find another guy, now he's free to just totally focus on his wife. He can sit back. He can enjoy her with another guy. He's able to just totally get into the moment. Next thing you know, they're, you know, they're a hot wife couple. Like they didn't go into it planning to be a hot wife couple. And they may still play with other couples from time to time, but he gets maximum enjoyment out of seeing her with other men. It's one of those things where either your brain is wired this way or it isn't. There are plenty of guys out there. And there are plenty of couples out there who their minds just aren't wired that way. And it's it's not right or wrong. It's not good or bad. It's just, it's just something that we're different. I can remember years ago when I first got into this lifestyle, I was actually having a conversation with a cousin of mine. We, you know, we were raised like brothers. So there were no secrets between us. We talked about everything. And I was actually telling him about an experience that I had with a couple. So I tell him, you know, I'm with the guy's wife in front of him, and you know he's doing this, or whatever. And I remember he asked me, he was like, "Weren't you scared?" And in my mind, I'm like, "Scared of what? Like, what did I have to be afraid of?" And in his response was, well, "Well, you didn't think the guy was going to hit you or try to fight you?" And I'm like, "Dude, I, I didn't break in his house and like attack his wife. Like, they they invited me over. Like, this was what they wanted. But it showed me that that's the difference in how people think. You know, especially vanilla people." Some people can't wrap their mind around the concept that a man would enjoy seeing his woman getting fucked by another guy. Like that goes totally against what society says we should be like. And that's actually one of the things that as a bull, I feel gives me a a tremendous amount of insight. And even an advantage, if you want to look at it that way, is that as I said earlier, I have a slave who I enjoy sharing. And I Over the years that I've had her, I've had her gangbang numerous times. As a bull, I know exactly what it feels like to share the woman that you love more than life itself with another man, to see her being treated a certain way by another man. Even some of the bulls that are in this lifestyle, even though they understand the lifestyle, that particular concept is something that they may have a hard time grasping because they've never actually been in that situation i'm not just talking about sharing a a slut that you may know or a woman who's like a swing partner of yours i'm talking about that woman who you do everything for you know you're out there at work busting your ass you know you're going through the real life day-to-day stuff at the end of the day, she's the one whose arms you're laying in, or she's the one that you're holding at the end of the night, you know, the the, the woman that you love. When I meet these husbands, whether it's a husband in a, in a hot wife dynamic or a husband in a cuckold dynamic, I understand that part of it. And by the way that I talk to them, they know that I understand that part of it. So there's no need for them to try to explain why they like what they like, why they get off on seeing their wife in this particular situation. They know that I get it. And I actually spend more time talking to the husbands than I do the wives just because I can I can talk to them more. I can pick their brains more without it getting frustrated because if it's, if there's a woman that you're talking to and the you know the attraction is mutual, she wants you, you want her, it can get to a point where she's like, "Okay, we need to get together." We've been talking endlessly and we need to get together. And that can be frustrating. Whereas the husbands, when you talk to them, there's not that same level of anxiety because they can talk about their wives endlessly. I mean, that's another thing that I've noticed, whether it's a cuckold husband or a husband and a hot wife couple, they never get tired of talking about their wives. So I spend at my parties, the majority of my time is spent talking to the husband. Even if I've been with the wife or even if I'm trying to be with the wife, I'm actually going through the husband, so like I said, I think that because of the dynamic that I'm in personally, it gives me a tremendous amount of insight, and it shows me how to deal with these husbands, how to talk to these husbands, because I know what it's like to to basically give this guy access to the woman that you share your life with. You know, I understand the importance of that. I understand the the, the value of that. The quickest way to turn a couple off is, and I see guys making this mistake all the time, is they almost treat the husband like an afterthought, almost like he doesn't matter, or that he's a means to an end. They will, they will deal with him as much as they absolutely have to, but nothing beyond that. I never lose sight of the fact that, that this, this is about them. And I remember reading something some time ago, so I, I'm, I'm not taking credit for coming up with this. I, I might not even be saying it right. But basically, it was something that was written by a bull, and I felt like it was so perfectly said picture this as like a movie. In this movie, whether you're a cuckold couple or a hot wife couple, in this movie, the wife is the star. She she's she's the headliner. And her husband is the co-star. As a bull, we're neither of those. Like the the, the wife is Princess Leia, you know, the husband is Han Solo. As a bull, we're Darth Vader. In other words, our actual screen time is very limited. But Just because our part is small doesn't mean that we can't have a dramatic impact on the story. But the important thing as a bull is to never lose sight of the fact that you are a fringe character in this story. You're not the star. You're not the co-star. In other words, stay in your lane. And I come across a lot of bulls who either they don't do it or they don't know how to do it. And that's something that has allowed me to be not just very successful in this lifestyle, but extremely successful in this lifestyle. I mean, I've developed a lot of great relationships with couples. Why? Because I know how to stay in my lane. I never try to make myself the star of the show. I never go into dealing with a couple with trying to enforce what I want. You know, I take time, I find out what they want. And if what they want doesn't fit what I want, then you got to be mad enough to walk away and say, okay, you know what? This isn't the right situation for me. But to go in trying to trying to make demands, you know, for me, what I tell couples, if a guy does that, run as quickly as you can in the opposite direction because he really doesn't know what he's doing. Or he thinks that his role is more important than it actually is. And that's only going to lead to problems in the long run. So if you encounter that type of mentality, you want to get away from it because it's not going to end well. You want somebody that, that plays their position. Just because you're not the star of the movie doesn't mean that you can't have a dramatic impact on it. And like I said, maybe there are some of you out there who you know, who agree with me, and maybe there are some of you out there who don't. There are a lot of things that we're gonna be talking about in future episodes of this. Like I said, right now, this is just about laying down the foundation for, for what this podcast is gonna be and what it's not going to be. Um, like I said, it's it's going to be intelligent conversation. It's going to be addressing issues. You know, there'll be times when I'll be interviewing uh, various people from all corners of this lifestyle, from experienced couples to inexperienced couples, to curious couples, to bulls, to husbands who are trying to get their wives into it. Even the guys who are wanting to be in a cuckold relationship but they're not there yet they haven't met anyone yet like they know that they want this but she, she, you know she hasn't come into their life yet and a lot of what i know and the knowledge that i have actually comes from from you know talking to these wannabe cucks trying to find out why you want this what is it about this lifestyle that's that that's making you chase it so much uh, one of the things that i see a lot online is, you know, the way that a lot of unattached cucks are treated. Like it's it's very dismissive. Guys look at them like, "Hey, you're not bringing anything to the table, so I'm not going to waste any time on you." And the thing that kind of makes me laugh about that, it makes me kind of shake my head at that is where do you think these women are coming from who are coming into this lifestyle? For the most part, not saying everyone, but for the most part, these women are being led into this lifestyle by their husbands. Not saying that the wife might not think about it. Seven, eight times out of ten, it was the husband who brought this up. So it always kind of makes me laugh because you'll see a guy and and he'll be single and nobody will talk to him and they kind of treat him as an afterthought. And then as soon as he gets a girlfriend or as soon as he gets married and he's trying to get his wife into the lifestyle, now all the bulls want to talk to him because now they're like, okay, now you have value. I've never seen it as that. I definitely want to hear what these guys have to say because in my mind. They're actually the driving force behind all of this. Like as as much as they get cast aside and as much as they get disrespected, if it wasn't for them encouraging their wives to do this, supporting their wives and doing this and all of the things that come with it, there would be no hot wife lifestyle. There would be no cuckold lifestyle. It would just be a bunch of women cheating. You know, if that was the case, you'd have a lot more relationships breaking up and nobody wants to see that. Throughout the life of this show, you will never hear me being dismissive of cucks or of the guys who don't have a woman yet because i understand the importance of their role in this lifestyle and i you know i always thank them because i know that if it wasn't for them none of this would be happening i just kind of wanted to 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 say that if you're a guy who does that just think about it like think about the fact that these guys that you're ridiculing these guys that you're putting down these guys that you're dismissing they're the driving force behind all of this. Like they're the ones, you know, creating it. They're the ones that are making it okay for their wives to go out and explore and ex- experience all of these different things. So just keep that in mind. So I want to interview people from all corners of this lifestyle because I feel like everybody brings something to the table. Everybody has something valid to say. You never know what or how something that someone says. Is going to resonate with a listener you know maybe a listener may listen to it and say hey you know what that's very similar to my own situation and it might help them i want to give our listeners the opportunity to submit questions you know to ask questions to ask me about things that i said in a previous episode i want this show to be very interactive because that's what this lifestyle is about. Like, one of the reasons why I started doing my, my cuckold parties is, like I said, I'm also heavily involved in in, in BDSM. One of the things about that community is, like, masters no other masters, slaves no other slaves, bottoms no other bottoms, people who are into rope play no other people who, like, there are all kind of munches that go on where people can meet like-minded people. And one of the things that I noticed when dealing with cuckold couples is I would ask them, like, hey... You know, do you know any other cuckold couples? And most of the time they would say no. And, you know, so my thinking was like, wow, if there's any segment of this that could really benefit from knowing somebody else that does it to kind of get some feedback and some guidance, you know, it would be cuckolding. You know, I'd seen a number of parties that were presented as cuckold parties. But, you know, when you examine them, pretty much all they were were, okay, husbands sit over there, why do wives play? based on everything i had seen and everything that i'd learned i was like okay yes watching is a it's it's a part of cuckolding but there's a lot more to it than that i wanted to create something that was authentic that was genuine usually when a, a cuckold couple goes to you know a regular party they have to conform to whatever the theme of that party is. Like, they never want to offend anybody with what they're into. So they always kind of dial it down and dial it back. In other words, they're always playing on someone else's home turf. When we decided that we wanted to do cuckold parties, the main thing was we wanted to be authentic. We wanted to give these couples a place where they could openly express themselves without any fear of backlash. And what I tell anybody who's going to come to one of my cuckold parties is if you're not comfortable with everything that you may see or encounter at this party, this may not be the party for you. Because the last thing I want is to make the couples feel uncomfortable. You know, because I tell them for once in your life, this is a party that you get to go to where everybody else has to conform to you. Unlike what you've done in the past where you're always having to change up what you do to go to other places. This is a place, this is your home court. This is your home field. So you get to whatever it is you're into. I don't care if you like to put your husband in a dress and heels, you can do that here. And if other people aren't comfortable with that, they don't have to be here. And as these parties have grown, as our community has grown, and we've, you know, and we've gotten, you know, all of these couples to come out and support and to hang out and enjoy themselves and, you know, talk, learn and listen you see what happens when these couples are finally meeting other couples who understand what they're going through you know they don't have to hide behind anything they can finally be open and honest and here's another couple over here who who thinks the same way you know and it's 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 nice to see them talking exploring learning like you can see how much fun they're having just being in an environment where you know, hey, this couple enjoys, you know, putting her husband in heels. And this couple enjoys putting her husband in heels. And next thing you know, they're talking about where they get their husband's heels from. Like, that's probably a conversation that they've never had before, especially face to face. As far as having that objective, mission accomplished, because I see that going on at these parties. It's just a nice thing to see. So, if you ever find yourself in the New York area and you want to experience a cuckoo party, feel free to hit me up. I'm always opening my doors to, you know, to new people and, you know, it'll, it'll be a a fun experience for you. I think I've said enough, uh, for this episode, uh, again, this is our inaugural episode. I want to thank, um, all of the people out there who have encouraged me to do this, who have supported me in doing this. I want to give a shout out to Black to White because I've met some really cool people on that site. I actually had some angels on that site who made it possible, you know, for me to get the equipment that I'm using right now. So our our heartfelt thank you, uh, you know, goes out to, you know, to all of you, people who've watched me on forums, who've been, you know, supportive and encouraging. I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't getting the positive feedback from all of you that I've gotten. You know, I'm I'm a baby in this as far as this whole podcasting thing goes. So things will get better. Shows will flow better. The way I speak will get better. You know, as I get more, you know, comfortable with this, I'll get better at writing things down that I want to talk about instead of just going off the top of my head like I am right now. But it's it's a process. It's become a passion of mine. Like I I truly do enjoy this lifestyle, both the hot wife lifestyle and the cuckolding lifestyle. Like I say, even though they are similar, I see. A lot of differences in them as well. One thing I forgot to mention, and I do want to make sure that I say this in the first episode, and this is a message to the guys, to the single guys, the bulls. Just notice, just because a man likes to see his wife playing with another man doesn't make him a cup. Please don't make that mistake. Number one, the moment that comes out of your mouth, you can't believe how inexperienced it makes you look and sound. Like, don't make that mistake. Like I said earlier, I love sharing my slate with other men, and I'm the furthest thing in the world. But the the one group that we all belong to, whether it's me, whether it's a a husband and a hot wife couple or a cuckold husband, the one thing that we all have in common is that we all enjoy sharing our women. For whatever it is, there is something in our brain that says, hey, that turns me on. If you encounter a man who likes to share his wife, don't don't just automatically make that assumption that he's a cuck, because I'll be honest with you, if you come at the wrong man the way you think you can come at a cuck. You might get embarrassed, and you might get your feelings hurt. So don't put your foot in your mouth. All it takes is just just talking, asking a few questions, and they will let you know what their dynamic is. Like, don't make that assumption because it, it basically it it makes you look like you don't know what the hell you're doing, and that's a pretty much a surefire way to to get yourself written off. Like, even if you're not really familiar with it, don't make the assumption. Just ask the question. I wanna thank you all for listening to the first episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Uh, I'm sure that there were some things that I wanted to get to that I did not. And so I will remember to address those in the next episode. And I just, you know, I look forward to bringing you quality content, giving you something that you can listen to, something that you can learn from, something that you can laugh at, something that will be insightful. So again, thank you all, and I look forward to growing with you. So this is Mike, signing off.